This episode of Software Social is brought to you by Reform. As a business owner, you need forms all the time for lead capture, user feedback, SaaS onboarding, job applications, early access signups, and many other types of forms. Here's how Reform is different. Your brand shines through, not Reform's. It's accessible out of the box, and there are no silly design gimmicks like frustrating customers by only showing one question at a time. Join indie businesses like Fathom Analytics and SavvyCal and try out Reform. Software Social listeners get one month free by going to reform.app slash social and using the promo code social on checkout. Hey, Colleen. Hello, Michelle. I feel like it's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a few weeks, I think. Yeah. But like, so we haven't really like formally talked or not formally, but you know. But we have been like, I feel like we have been talking constantly about this podcast for the past couple of weeks at the same time. Yeah, I would agree. There's been a lot of discussion about that. And we've been meaning to do like kind of a catch up episode for a while, too. And so it kind of felt this kind of feels like a good time to sort of pause and have a little bit of a meta episode where we sort of, I guess, talk about where we've come from and why do, why do we do this in the first place and, and where are we going? Okay. Yeah. I like it. I'm down. So let's, let's rewind. So if, the, if this were a fancy produced podcast, this is when you would insert harp noises. So just imagine <laughs> that if there's a harp playing in your head. So let's rewind um, back to... July of 2020. Colleen, what were you doing in July of 2020? Oh, geez. Well, let's see. July. So we were a couple months into the pandemic. I believe I was working a full-time job and I had a desire, a strong desire to launch a product. Were you consulting full-time for one client or... I, I thought honestly you were consulting. can't remember because I maybe I was still yeah we good thing we have a podcast I feel like you consider I feel like I remember sometime I think it was right around when COVID was hitting and I feel like I remember standing on your like your like porch or your steps like talking through whether you should take a job and like yes yeah like that was like right, right around that time but and I think you didn't I think you're and right. I th- the first time yeah. they offered it to me, I think I said no. And then I think you were <laughs> consulting. I believe you're correct. I, I believe think. I was consulting for one client. So okay. it was kind of that cadence of a more permanent job. But at that time, I was not a, quote, full-time employee. I think I had not launched a product. I think your like, compromise with them was that like you would work for them four days a week as a consultant and then you would get one day a week to work on like your stuff but it actually had been like that for a while like I feel like you would have this sort of this is my phrasing here this like Friday fun day where you got to just like do your own projects for a while yeah that sounds right yeah yeah but that was very much I mean now looking back on it I guess that was like 
the end of what I term your wandering through the forest period. <laughs> you know, you know, if this was if this is Frozen 2 for all the parents out there, this is when your power <laughs> ballad of Lost in the Woods is playing. Lost in the Woods. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this would be my Lost in the Woods power ballad period. Indeed. Agree. <laughs> it was a pivotal moment. And then I think I don't know if it was like August or so of twenty twenty. That you were kind of, and I mean, I guess we could listen to our own show and figure this out. Again, if this were a fancy <laughs> produced podcast with harp noises, we would know that and there would be a clip of it right now. But I think it was like in August that you were like, F it, like I need to just decide on like one of these things because like we had been meeting for a while. So like just context is like we were, we were meeting up every week for coffee for a long time at a actually so we used to live in the same place we now live on opposite sides of the world but we used to live in the same place (laughs) like a neighborhood over you were the only person I had ever like met in my like daily life who was also doing this weird internet business thing who was like in that world and also like our kids went to the same school and we lived like two minutes from each other and it was like just perfect uh, yeah. So, and then we started meeting up at a coffee shop called Northside Social, which is actually how we ended up getting the name for this show. And the show basically was, you know, I moved to Denmark, to Denmark, and then of course this year you moved to California. So now we're really all over the place to keep us talking to each other to keep those conversations happening. But so for a long time we had been meeting up. And you were playing around with like all of these different ideas and, and, and playing is like you were, you were taking them very seriously. Like it wasn't play. Uh, there was some con- like there's like a content analytics idea. I feel like like there's a, one point it was like you were thinking about some sort of like competitor to Ahrefs that was like for SEO yep. consultants to like yep. measure the value of their work. There was the, the there was the stay at home moms doing babysitting and daycare for other the child care thing and then but like so august of 2020 i feel like there was kind of this moment where you're like i just gotta like pick something and go for it and it's gonna be this file upload thing which annoys me yes that's that's pretty accurate and i remember i was in that stage back to lost in the woods i it felt like every time we met you would draw me that pain frequency graph and and I just was, I was like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know where any of these ideas fall on the pain frequency graph. So I'm going to take what feels like the smallest lift, which is a JavaScript widget, right? Something I feel like I can make in a constrained period of time. And I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do everything wrong, but I'm just going to do it. And then you did it. And then so last, yeah. yeah. But- we launched the podcast before I had a product. Right, so yeah, part of the yeah. the goal was like, oh man, now I'm telling the world about this, so I better freaking do it. <laughs> I mean, like a podcast with never having launched a product would not be awesome. <laughs> and so then last fall took us through you building it and balancing that with consulting and with parenting too, was all of the like, because... I guess your kids were in school, like part, like the whole, uh, COVID part school, time, like crazy stuff, COVID yeah. school situation. And then, and then I think it was, was it 
December that Simple File upload. I remember you gave me a you gave me like a walkthrough of it in like September or, or October of last year, but then it was available in the Heroku marketplace in Alpha in like right. October or so, November, and then it that went into right. beta in November, December. Right? So when the beta is when you can start charging. Okay. Oh, no, no you're right. Because you have to do al- no, you no, you're to get right. like so you have to do alpha people and then you have to do beta. Or it's like one thing yeah. where you so had to get like 10 to... people, then you had to get 100 or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, that's right. So alpha is 10 people, beta is 100, and then after beta, you go into general availability. So I think that timeline sounds about right. So then you went into beta in December, and then you went into general availability in February, which is when you bought yourself a $20 bagel. Yeah. <laughs> it was still a good bagel. I still think about it. And then <laughs> at some point last spring, you got to this point where you were at like $1,000 MRR for like a couple months there. But, you know, life and everything is kind of kind of happening and whatnot. And you needed more than that. And so you decided to take a full-time job but then you took the full-time job and people are like Colleen's on the market like what hold on a minute like and then like a bazillion people sent you job offers including like your dream job of being a founder with people so now you are so so we started this this podcast you were a consultant and not founder of anything and now you are no longer a consultant and you are a founder of two things yes (laughs) sounds so ridiculous when when do you timeline it that's pretty amazing you've had quite a kind of wild 14 months 15 no man I didn't think I did anything during COVID either (laughs) but apparently I'm kicking ass over here (laughs) heck yes you are oh yes so I did end up at one point taking a full-time job and then kind of as you described like a lot of opportunities came my way so I left it to do the to join Hammerstone yeah. and um, were funded for about a year. So that's super exciting. So yeah, I'm doing all the things. Huh. <laughs> that cool. You know, it's it's funny in retrospect because you're like, man, I haven't made any progress. But if you really look back, a lot has changed you really in 14 have. months. Yeah. 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 So that's my backstory. Let's talk about <laughs> your backstory. So, so, okay. All right. All right. So I told your story. To okay. So now you, you tell my story. Yeah. Okay. Do I get to tell your story? <laughs> you do. You okay. Okay. But wait, hold on. Here's, okay. This is, and, and again, okay. insert the harp noises. Okay. Colleen, continue. Da, da, da. <laughs> okay. So as you said, we were meeting and you guys were going to go to Denmark for a month. Mm. Well, two months. Well, okay. Well, months? the original idea was that we would go to Denmark for the summers and right. then COVID happened and then we were like, if we can get to Denmark, we should just stay there for like a year. So that's right. So I think like the last time I actually physically saw you was like May of 2020. Because I feel like I dropped some baked goods off at your house. That was yes. But that was pandemic had started. Right. So we couldn't hug or like right. be right. together. Oh, my God. I get like to hug you at Founder outside. Summit. I'm so. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <gasps> OK. I get to see you in one week. <gasps> OK. Continue on. Oh, wait. No, you're telling this story. 
Oh, right. I get to tell it. Okay. So you were going to go to Denmark for a year. Yes. And you got there and it was such a good fit for your family. You decided you're going to stay for 10 years, which is a little or, sad Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. In the United States. Yeah. You basically decided you were going to stay for a while. Yeah. And so we started the podcast. And I think what's really important for people to know about you is you and your partner founded Geocodio, which is a very successful SaaS, which we don't talk about as much as we should. Why don't we talk about it more? I don't know. I feel because it's so successful, like, it just brag. runs itself. It doesn't run itself. You should brag. <laughs> we need to talk more about Geocodio on this show, but it does. Are you comfortable giving some kind of lower limit of what kind of revenue it does? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have to give like something just so. Yeah, I think in the book, you know, we Matthias and I agreed that we can say that we are over a million in annual revenue, which. Kind of seems to be like a, a key metric for people. You know, people talk about, you know, you know, every SaaS founder, you know, knows what, what the number 83,333 means, which is multiply that by multiply that by 12. And that's a million dollars in annual revenue. So. So, yeah, we're we're north of that mark, but that's as much as we're comfortable saying. Got it. So point being you and your and it's just the two of you, which yeah. is really kind of spectacular so you have basically already achieved the SAS dream before we even started the podcast like you're living the SAS dream and and I think that's important for people to know so you're in a totally different stage of your company in terms of if you want to hire if you don't want to hire how you know day-to-day operations expanding to new markets that kind of stuff yeah and and so I think we started as a very very I mean we're obviously very very good friends but we also started as a very mentor mentee dynamic on the podcast yeah I guess so and yeah I think so like I was being I was like whining about how hard it was and you're like yeah it's hard (laughs) you should talk to people (laughs) my favorite dynamic though is when I'm like don't you want to sell it for like 10 million dollars and you're like no I don't want to start over it was hard starting (laughs) over this is the podcast you come to for encouragement (laughs) right (laughs) starting from the beginning sucks man why would I sell my business my favorite one (laughs) anyway so we have a bit of a dynamic I feel like where I'm like okay what should you do to optimize for your happiness where you are and you're trying to help me get off the ground especially when we started and now Mm -hmm. I mean you've learned so much you guys have had geo you've been full-time for six years four years okay but the company's been around it'll be eight years in January which is a lot of years wild and so through, I think, through our conversations and the feedback we got from, we mostly engaged with people on Twitter. So the feedback we got from Twitter, we started talking more and more about customer interviews, yeah. which is such a hard thing for developers, right? Mm-hmm. And you have this depth of knowledge in that field based on running your own business and previous jobs you've had. And somehow you wrote a book in like five months. Like one day we were like, you should write a book. And then you just wrote one. (laughs) That's how I remember it going. (laughs) No, you started a newsletter first. So you started the newsletter, right? Yeah. And then you basically, I mean, the way you churned out content was just like, it was mind blowing to me. Like it was, what did you say? Like you had everything in your brain and you just needed to get it out. It was like cleaning my mental attic. 
It was like twice a week you were sending these like it was actually more than newsletters. That. People were like, please stop so sending many. them. Like I'm buried. <laughs> and I was like, I oh. can't read them. I used to have to flag them to be like, read later. I don't have time to read this. Five thousand words today. <laughs> so you brain dumped into a newsletter and you turned that brain dump into a book, which gosh, when did you publish the book? So the newsletter started in Feb- like end of February. And then Okay, February twenty twenty one. Yes. And then the okay. pre order went live in July. No, June. Like early okay. June. And then the book was, like, basically done by early July, but then there was, like, all of the, like, not book stuff to do. It's, like, kind of like when you build a SaaS and you're, like, oh, wait, oh, I need to do, like, billing and, like, user account management and, like, like set up emails, like, all that kind of stuff. It was, like, I had to, like, buy an ISBN and all that stuff and, like you know, you need a cover. So <laughs> you need a cover. It's <laughs> annoying, but books need which one of the listeners of this podcast, Damien, uh, like was like, hey, um, do you need help with that? And I was like, yes, I do. I don't know how to do graphics. So so it was like July 20, uh, 24th, I think is what it says on Amazon that it like went live that you could you could buy it. OK. Yeah. And this is October. Mm-hmm. And you're basically crushing all of these records in terms of business books. You've sold many copies. It's been wildly successful. And you're now doing an audio podcast as a companion to the book. Yeah. Yes? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, No, I am. (laughs) You're kind of quiet. It was last week's episode. Yes. Yes. So somehow you are living in a foreign country where you're just learning the language. You have a child. You have a business that does over a million dollars ARR, and you wrote a book. Yeah. It's fine. It's totally normal. You know what someone said to me? Okay, I have to tell you this, Michelle. (laughs) Someone who listens to our podcast, who I will not name, was like, this person likes to watch like trashy TV on Netflix. And this person was like, I don't think Michelle would watch this. I bet she stays up all night reading business books. It's like, I think she does. I'm like over here watching (laughs) the vampire diaries or something. And you're like reading customer books. (laughs) I do watch TV. I will have you know, Colleen, I do watch television. Sure you do. (laughs) No one believes you. (laughs) You're like, I watch five minutes on Saturday. (laughs) I watch Ted Lasso every week. But now that the season is over, I will be reading more books. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Something, you know, you mentioned that. You know, we have this, the or early days, like the sort of mentee-mentor kind of dynamic. But I think another yes. dynamic that stands out to me is, for me, I feel like in so many ways you have been my cheerleader and you have really Aww. pushed me, especially when it comes to the book, and been so encouraging and... You know, and I'll be like, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if it's going to work. And you're like, it's obviously going to work. Like, why are you even (laughs) questioning? Like, I like your perception of me is just like so wildly different than my own perception of like my own abilities. Um, That that like I feel like you're, you're like, you know, one of my biggest supporters and have been so enthusiastic for me as I went through that transition, because I feel like I feel like launching an info product 
is very different than launching a SaaS and going into this, you know, I feel, I feel very confident as a SaaS business owner. Like I, I, you know, I, of course there's things I don't know and I'm learning all the time, but like, I feel like I know how to figure those things out. You know, I, I feel confident in my abilities to run that business. And I thought that I was just confident as a business person in general. And then I started writing a book and I learned that I have no confidence when it comes to writing a book and launching an info product and felt just completely like a fish out of water and sort of constantly questioning the approach to it and marketing it. Because it's just like everything is just so different. And it was so many new skills that I or things that I hadn't really done in a long time or hadn't just are just different. And, uh, and I feel like you have just kind of been the one like standing in my corner being like, yeah, like you can, you can do that. Like you can figure this out. Like, you know, just kind of keeping me going. Oh, that's great to hear. I'm glad, I'm glad I have, I have been there for you. I I'm really appreciate you sharing that with me because that means a lot to me because sometimes I feel like I don't bring as much, I mean, outside of our friendship, right? Which obviously we're like best friends, but Sometimes I feel like in our, our podcast and like our business relationship, if you want to call it that, I don't bring as much to the table. Mm. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I, f- I feel just as much. I don't think mentored is the right word because that implies somebody who has like done that specific thing before. But I do feel like I have gotten so much guidance from you and encouragement and you you have really been a, a force in my life for for helping to make that happen Aww, and um that's awesome yeah you know so I on a sort of related to that like I've had people I don't think it was somebody like tweeted out like I wonder if you know Michelle and Colleen like talk to each other outside of the podcast yes if anyone else was was we like do. wondering and we don't have that like same dynamic I think in our like personal life but like we're in like a group chat with like other friends of ours like Actually, the so funny thing, like how when we met, it turned out that like one of our best friends was your study buddy in college and you guys hadn't seen each other in 10 years. And I like met you for the first time because some other friends we knew through this like, you know, indie like SaaS business world connected us when you moved um, to Arlington where we used to live. And... I added you on Facebook and I was like, wait, how do you know him? And you were like, we went to college together. How do you know him? And I was like, what? <laughs> like mutual best friend? That was wild. This is weird. That was- okay. This is great. That was wild. I mean, because we were really, I was really good friends with that person in college. Hadn't taught, literally hadn't even thought about him in 10 years. And you're like, oh, they're our best friends. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like the stars aligned there. That was so wild. Yeah. So, and hope, hope, yeah. So, so now here we are. So we've been doing a lot of thinking about this podcast. And, you know, as I thought about it, you know, an original reason for the show, and especially for me, was, you know, to keep us talking to each other. Like, and, you know, I had just moved to another country where I didn't have any friends. And... You know, talking to you every was, you know, like I needed to schedule something to like force me to to talk to people. You know, of course, I'm on Twitter all the time, which I think is also related to like being in another country and and not sort of physically having friends nearby. But of course, with 
COVID for like a long time. You know, that's that's kind of everybody's in that position too. Less so than it was, but and so that was a big thing for me. And still valuing that. And then also kind of feeling like I think I guess I just as this has like grown and it's not just us. Like I remember in the beginning, like you were like, you should like get a mic. And I was like, we don't even know if anyone is going to listen to this except our husbands. I that. Like, I'm not going to buy a mic. <laughs> like, a mic. <laughs> I remember you saying that. You're like, I don't need a mic. I was like, I think so. I feel like you should get one. And so I love talking to you. And something else we have also talked about is that we also love talking to other entrepreneurs and like other people who are doing this like weird internet business thing. And so like you a couple weeks ago, you were, you were um, telling me that I had to listen to the episode with Nadia from Storygraph. And so I did I did listen mm-hmm. to that and I loved it. Like I was listening to it Good. and First of all, like this, like she's such a compelling uh, speaker. Like I and like I kept expecting to hear like the how I built this like music chime in because I was like totally enraptured in it in the same way that I am with with how I built this. But also you're a great interviewer. And I was like, I like listened to that. And I was like, I want to listen to more of the show. Like I like the show. Like how do I get more of this? And... And it was like kind of fun that it was like our show, but I didn't know it was going to happen in it. And like you and I would like she would be talking and I would like have this question in my head and like you would ask that question. Then I was like, oh, my God, like it was so fun for me to listen to it. And so we've kind of been talking about like bringing more friends and people onto the show more. But I think also to kind of give ourselves a break too a little bit. So we're both not in front of the mic. every Like we're still talking regularly but recording every so week have, for a yeah. year and a half does Gosh, wear we've done on this you. every week yeah we haven't missed that a week is a lot so i'm very proud of that there's a couple things yeah. i wanted to talk to you about this yeah i love having guests on and i think having a podcast like what's the point in having a popular podcast if you can't talk to people you internet stalk I mean, that sounded really creepy, but I mean, like all the people you you follow on Twitter that are like people who are doing cool (laughs) things that you like talking to. Right. So I love having a podcast because both I've had two guests on and I cold DM'd both of them, Derek and Nadia. And presumably they didn't ignore me because I had a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're. Yeah. It's like an excuse to get interesting people to talk to you. So, yeah, it's an excuse to get interesting people to talk to you. But there's two things I just. Like, if we go this direction, I just want to, like, be mindful and put out there. Mm-hmm. I, this might be all in my head, but I am curious to see if, like, there's a power dynamic with you and I that, like, you're kind of, I mean, you are objectively more successful in this field than I am. So, like, both times I invited a guest on, I was very clear that you would not be there. Oh. And I'm just wondering if, like, people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to be on Software Social if Michelle's not there. I don't think so. I don't think so, but I'm just letting you know. I mean, since we're going to, you know, just chat on this podcast now, I, that is something that's in my head that I'm like a little bit nervous about that someone's going to be like, oh, is Michelle going to be there? And I'll be like, no. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm not available. Has not happened sh- to me. I mean, I'm glad you shared that with me because, yeah, I, I so, yeah. 
And when you yeah. get like a really famous, famous, again, not, no one knows these people outside our little <laughs> circle. Like we say so famous. like Twitter famous or <laughs> right. Very specific indie sass Hyper Twitter niche famous. famous. Um, <laughs> very niche famous. If you so are listening have, like, and you are more... hyper niche famous. <laughs> you're niche famous. But you also if you're not podcast. hyper niche famous, like that is, I think something like with guests we have had on the past too was like. There was a very intentional, like, this person, like, more people should know about the work this person is doing. Like, they are not, like, they do not, there are not enough people in the community who know about this person and what they're doing and what they've done. And, like, this person we're interviewing should have more internet friends. Yeah. So, I guess for me, that is just something I want to, like, be, I I don't know. I'm sure it won't be a problem. I'm just telling you that's, like, one of the things that's in my head. Like, you're going to get the higher higher I don't even know how to say this without sounding terrible so I just won't that there'll be a like kind of an incongruity in people who want to speak to you versus people who want to speak to me so I'm just throwing that out there as something to like it's probably not a thing it's probably just in my head but yeah I'm glad you've let it out of your head and it's not gonna like sit there and fester I I really hope that doesn't happen but you know if you if if you have that fear I'm, I'm glad you said it rather than holding it in yeah and there's some people you're gonna have on that like and this is weird too like there's some people you're gonna have on that I'd really like to meet so then if we both do it but we only both do it for some guests is that weird if I'm like you're you're gonna you're like oh I'm having xyz person on I'm like oh I really want to meet xyz person I want to do it with you I don't know these are just like yeah I think sometimes we'll do it together and like I think there'll be sometimes also it's like a mutual friend of ours too where like it really yeah you know, but also, like, if it's both of us on, like, you know, it, we don't both have to be asking the same amount of questions. Like, it could be, you know, 80, 21 of us. Like, that's that's also fine. Yeah. And I think just sort of communicating about who we're inviting on and, and being very being very intentional about it. But also at the same time, like, I've so I've basically how we've sort of talked about this is we're basically going to just like run a test for the next couple of months. And for the most part, so this is so people kind of know what's happening. We're going to basically alternate weeks with interviews with people we like think are interesting, doing interesting things. And then, and then a Michelle and Colleen week for the, for the most part, like there might be like holiday weeks or something where like, you know, we have, we're not going to like record on Christmas. So we need to don't record you, you know much. record in advance and it's kind of easier to do that with interviews and stuff but I think we're gonna try that out for like the next like couple of months I mean also the next couple of months for me are gonna be kind of really busy and I'm like you know so you gave me this challenge of being on oh, I always want to say it's 10 podcasts but I know it's 20 it definitely 20 <laughs> it was definitely 20 this challenge of being on Yes, 20 podcasts to promote the book. And uh, I don't think I haven't made it to 10 yet. Like I'm getting there. But I'm going to be on like a bunch of podcasts. And honestly, I just like I can't listen to myself talk like all the time. So yeah, I'm going to need, you know, a break some weeks. And you're going to need it like because you're now a founder of two companies. It's a lot. <laughs> a lot like going anyone, on. life going <laughs> great, on too. But- and we're going to Founder Summit and I'm giving like I'm giving three talks in the next couple of weeks, two of which are in person, which is I just don't even know how to 
comprehend wow. that. So things are going to be busy. But I think, you know, kind of want to, I think we've said this a couple times that sometimes we lean on the social side of software social. Like this is the podcast about software that's not actually about software. Like, and I think kind of, you know, we've sort of, like I think about our show. I'm, I'm totally rambling, but I'm going to keep rambling. So I think it's about your, our show. It's your show. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you so <laughs> excellent. Well, first of all, I mean, I love interviewing people, right? Like I interviewed mm-hmm. two people yeah. for episodes that are coming up. And I like you can probably hear that I'm a little bit froggy right now. I, you know, I did those interviews and it was so much fun. And afterwards, Matthias is like, you are so energized, like way more than you have been at any point this week. Like and I was so excited and you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, this is probably a surprise to no one except me that I love interviewing people, apparently. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who, would, Who have thought? would have But I like was so jazzed by it. I really, really enjoyed it. Like just genuinely, genuinely enjoyed that. And kind of the way that I feel like I think about our show is, I don't know if you ever listened to Car Talk. I used to, yeah. Which, you know, so it was like this NPR show where National Public Radio, where, you know, these two funny guys from Cambridge, Massachusetts would, you know, people would call in these two brothers and they would talk about their car problems. Now, I listen to this show every week for, um, you know, a good (laughs) amount of my life through my child and teen and even college years. I can't tell you anything about cars. But it was fun. And, you know, listening to people who like talking to each other is enjoyable, no matter what yeah. they're talking about. And so I think that's kind of how I think about these, like our show, but also the interviews is like just listening to people who like talking to each other. It's, it's just kind of enjoyable to sort of almost get to be a part of that conversation in a way. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Totally agree. I, I, I love it. I love this idea. I think it's going to work out. I think we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I think they plan to do it for a couple of months. Another thing that we talked about a little bit is I feel like this podcast was becoming, started to feel like a chore mm. and it felt like a chore because I felt like I had to always have like some really exciting update or some really awesome thing that was happening to me that was so wonderful. And like for four months, not four months, for like four weeks, I didn't touch Simple File Upload. So I felt like I was coming on here every week with like, eh, I didn't do anything mm-hmm. or just whining or whatever. And I feel like there was a, a little bit of pressure as we get more listeners to perform. Mm. Yeah. And so like, I'm just going to put that aside. Like, cause I, it was funny about two or three weeks ago, we were very seriously like, should we keep doing this? Should we not? Mm -hmm. And I went and had lunch with, and I was like, I don't have anything to say on the podcast. And then I went and had lunch with my buddy and I like talked his ear off for like two hours. And it was about all, it wasn't about, it was about all the things I used to talk to you about on the podcast that I feel like, I mean, boring. I don't know if it's boring, but like stuff everyone's dealing with, like, what am I supposed to do about childcare? And the context switching is killing me. That's what stuff you and I used to talk about. And I kind of accidentally stopped talking about it because that felt like we were just like, your book is doing so amazing and my product is doing so amazing. And I I felt pressured to always, you know, be like, everything is so wonderful. Mm. So I'm going to let that go and just go back to what we used to be, which as I'm showing right now is just chatting <laughs> like we're together, right? And again, just rambling. 
So I feel like for me, that was part of the problem is I felt like I always had to perform, like I had to be a certain role, like, and I'm not, you know, that added stress to the situation. I think I felt, I felt that too, because I felt like the book was the most interesting thing going on. You know, the thing about having a mature sass is that like, it's boring. Like the boringness is a feature. <laughs> like, you know, there, there's yes. no, there's no surprises in the monthly revenue. And that's like, ama- it's like an amazing kind of boring. But like, I was like, do people really want to hear about me? Like, you know, reconciling invoices and like negotiating <laughs> contracts and like going back and forth on whether we should do like sock two or not. And like, that's boring. And, and then I like, kind of like we, when we were in the middle of this, like, should we, should we keep doing the podcast conversation? Tweeted out, like, why do you listen to this sh- and and really appreciate everybody who replied to that and but some of those things were like you know someone was like oh like I miss you guys talking about work-life balance and and I was like people don't really want to hear me talk about like to do it sock too and a bunch of people were like no actually yes yes please like please can you please talk about that like we do want to hear about that so because I started to feel like the the problems or sort of considerations that a that a mature sass might have like would not be relevant because a lot of people were listening for your story and that like the geocodio story was not very interesting and like i was tired of telling it i thought everybody else was tired of hearing it and then people were like no actually we want to hear about geocodio and i was like oh oh yeah. okay like it doesn't have to be like like i feel like we had these sort of like story arcs in a way of the show like very unintentionally like last fall was like Last fall and like the winter was like your journey into launching Simple File Upload. And then this spring and summer, it was with the book. And I think maybe we got like, I think maybe we started to feel like we had to have like some sort of a story arc. Story. Yes. Totally agree. But then like sometimes the story is just like, you know, what do I, what do I do about context switching or like you know I don't know I spent my week negotiating enterprise deals like do we want to talk about that like I love (laughs) negotiating like this is the thing you talk about like you know the the customer research thing like I'm now known as a customer research person but I feel like negotiating is something that I spend a ton of time doing and like sales and I was like I actually never talk about that on the podcast like no, you never do. Ever. And people yes. also don't really know how to do sales. So maybe I should talk about that. I think I think this kind of like thinking about content. Like I remember in the beginning, remember in the beginning how we had this like notion of like all the stuff we would talk about. And then we would like each come in with it. Like for like a like each week, yes. we'd each have something we were going to talk about. And we were going to do like 15 minutes yes. each. But then we yes. like. I mean, we're totally doing it today, but like we found that we were basically like talking in paragraphs like at one another and it wasn't really a conversation because we were so like rehearsing what we were saying. So then we could just kind of follow these sort of stories that emerged. But I think what I really enjoyed about your interview with Nadia was that like you're just kind of following her story and I got to like sort of. I don't know, get like a pony ride on your back and like be like along for the ride of like figuring out where yeah. Nadia's story was going. And like that was like that. That was really fun for me to listen to that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, is that a good place to wrap up for this week? I guess so. I mean, I think I want to say that like I hope people will kind of like chime in like we do really genuinely love it when you 
tweet stuff at us about the episodes and what you're thinking about and like especially since it's just Colleen and I talking to each other right now like having that I mean you all know that I'm somebody who likes feedback but both of us really value that I think and that's really something that keeps us going is knowing that I don't know I, I don't get any satisfaction of seeing, like, numbers in a dashboard. Transistor has a very nice dashboard with lots of numbers that our advertisers <laughs> appreciate. But I don't really get anything out of that. What makes me feel like, you know, this is having an impact is, like, people telling us, you know? Yeah. I don't know how you think when about you, that. When you... It was interesting because... Right before you sent that tweet out, what was that, two weeks ago, about what do you like about the podcast? That's what we were seriously thinking about. Maybe we shouldn't do it or something. And then all of the responses were all the reasons we started the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Rock on. Yeah. We're doing what we set out to do. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're going to mix things up a little bit, but hopefully I think get back a little bit closer to to what we wanted out of this and what we were doing in the beginning, which I think is to, yeah, I don't know, kind of show what it's like to start a SAS, you know, bumps and all. And now it's going to be, you know, running, running them, but also talking to right. other people who have done the same thing too. But I think, you know, something we really learned from Adam's episode a couple weeks ago is that we really need to tell the stories of, and, and Cam's episode too, really tell the stories of yeah this kind of isn't working like you know there's a place for the the podcasts talking about successes like I think we all need that for encouragement and motivation and it's just just I think so good for the community to to tell the success stories but most people are not succeeding and even if you are it's can still be lonely and hard and there's stuff that you don't know how to do and we've I think that's something we both struggled with is like doing everything, you know, yourself or close to it with one or two other people means you've got to learn a lot of new stuff all the time and that gets exhausting. And so, you know, to the extent we can kind of telling those stories and sort of in a way that, you know, our, in the way that we started out meeting in a coffee shop, sort of almost making the podcast itself that coffee shop. We're, yeah. we're kind of converging people, regardless of what their situation currently is. Yes. So. Yeah, I think I, I think I have said a lot. <laughs> I'm here for it. I th- this is what I want to get back to, where we just kind of chat. Yeah. Yeah, I think me too. Me too. All, All right. right. Well, well, so we're off to Founder Summit. I'm so excited. Yes. So excited! You in person, like the first time in forever. Yeah, we since May. Like I, (laughs) me standing on your doorstep with baked goods in May of 2020. Maybe it was June. I feel like maybe I saw you in June before I left. Maybe I feel like I did. Yeah, I feel like I did. And then we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna have some interviews that I did. Super excited about those. Those were so fun. Um, and then yeah, then we'll be back. Huge thanks to all of our listeners who've become software socialites and support our show. Chris from Chipper CI, the daringly handsome Kevin Griffin, and Mike from Gently Used Domains, who has a nice personality, Dave from Recut, Max of Online or Not, Stefan from Talk to Stefan, Brendan Andrade of Brightbits, 
Team Tuple, Alex Hillman from the Tiny MBA, Rami from Hovercode and Rocket Gems, Jane and Benedict from UserList, Kendall Morgan, Ruben Gomez of Signwell, Corey Haynes of Swipewell, Mike Wade of Crowd Sentry, Nate Ritter of Roomsteals, Anna Mast of SubscribeSense, Jeff Roberts from Outseta, Justin Jackson, MegaMaker, Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis from Fathom Analytics, Matthew from Appointment Reminder, Andrew Culver at Bullet Train, John Coster, Alex of Corso Systems, Richard from Stunning, Josh the Annoyingly Pragmatic Founder, Ben from ConsentKit, John from Credo and Editor Ninja, Cam Sloan, Michael Copper of Nusi Proposals, Chris from URL Box, Callie of Toslet, Greg Park from Trait Lab, Adam from Rails Autoscale, Lana and Alex from Recapsi, Joe Mazzalotti of RailsDevs.com, Proud Mama from Applenet LLC, Anna from Cradle, Monsef from Ruby on Mac, Steve of Be Inclusive, Simon Bennett of Snapshooter Backups, Josh Smith of Keyhero.io, Jesper Christensen of Form Backend, Matthew of Works Cited, Chris of JetBoost.io, Daryl Shannon of Docomatic, Larabels, a community for Larabelle developers underrepresented due to their gender, Brendan from Feederloop, Pascal from Sharpen.page, Lynn Romick from Konbini, Arvid Call, James Sowers from Castaway.fm, Jessica Malnick, Damian Moore of Audio Audit Podcast Checker, Eldon from Nodal Studios, Mitchell Davis from RecruitKit.